Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Hey everyone, it's Disappointed but Not Surprised. I'm Alex. I'm Addie. And today we have a special guest with us. Her name's Jamie. Woohoo! Hello, everyone. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Jamie is a disappointed but not surprised story we have for you. Yes. But well, wait, can we talk about the coronavirus first? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Because this is like, you know. This is the topic right now. This is the most insane our country's ever been. Yeah. We're it's- literally living in like what's going to be in history books in the next who got the like, Roni? <laughs> I'm Roni free. I'm Roni free. I think I am. I just took a DNA <laughs> test. Turns out I'm 100% Roni, Roni free. free. I just got back from the airport, so I'm not oh sure, God. but you should be in quarantine. <laughs> well, I had bronchitis last week and everybody at work was like yelling at me, but I knew I didn't have the Roni because I got tested for it. I was Roni you free. You did? No, I actually told them I did, but I never went <laughs> to the doctor. <laughs> every time every time I hear someone has bronchitis, I think of sweet mom around. I got time for that. Oh, yeah. Actually, Hell I yeah. told them that I was going to be late because I was at the doctor's office, but I was just fucking doing my laundry and I told them I had bronchitis. You I asshole. wanted to finish my laundry, Did man. you walk in like... <clears throat> no, I did. I actually was pretty sick last week. No, it was like two weeks ago. It was when the Roni wasn't that big right now, but now it's like insane. It's... I feel bad for people like... Like, for example, my brother. Like, he's out of work for a month. He's a bartender and a musician that plays the bars. Like, he does not have a job for an entire month. Yeah. Well, that's the people that I feel bad for. Like, I'm not worried about myself catching it and getting sick because it's, like, supposedly like a flu. Right. But I want, don't want to pass it to, like, my parents or my grandparents. Yeah. Right. That's the thing that they said is really scary about it, is that you can be a carrier of it and, and not even know, not even know it, not even have any symptoms of it. And then all of a sudden you pass it on to somebody else. Um, but I definitely think our economy is definitely going to take a, a dive from this whole thing, because I mean, even, you know, with my with my full time job, like I know that we're, you know, we're considered a non-essential you know, workforce right now. And, you know, a lot of, you know, people like your brother, like people that are in the service industry, they're all really struggling right now. Um, but I know a lot of rest bars and restaurants are starting to do takeout only delivery only. Um, so if everybody can kind of support those businesses and, you know, really put their tips forward when they are doing stuff like that, that'll really, I think that'll really well, help actually, out I ran people. on Facebook. Like last night, I think that one girl, a delivery person made like 350 bucks in a night from delivery because That's the awesome. community was coming together and they're like heavy, heavy tipping. Yeah. Which yeah, is well, so you have cute. To you have yeah. to. But then again, there's people that can't even order delivery because they're not making any money, money right now. Yeah. Like even me, I'm in the auto industry. I'm a finance manager and I'm a real estate agent. Like who the fuck is buying a house right now and who's buying a car right now? Yeah, Except for yeah. you, Jamie. You yeah. Your I, car broke down? <laughs> I literally texted Addie uh, about two days ago and I said, um, hey, I think I'm going to have to come to your dealership because my car broke down and I am think I'm going to be the only person 
in the There's dealership. There's nobody there. There's <laughs> but nobody I seriously there. need a car. Just in case we need to get the fuck off this island, I want to make sure that I am like a six speed out of here. Seriously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but nobody's doing any luxury purposes right now. So we're yeah. sitting at work. I'm literally like fingering my butthole all day. I don't yeah. know what to do. Seriously. It Not actually is very but scary. I might start. I don't have a camera in my office. <laughs> I'll just shut the door. <laughs> Got to pass the time somehow. <laughs> I was driving home the other day and um, I uh, I live in Long Beach, so I have to take Ocean Parkway and Bay Parkway home and it's all the beach and that's where they have one of the testing facilities sent, uh, set oh, up. I want to see that. It's at uh, the, beach, I think it's right? at like the nature preserve at yeah. Jones Beach. Mm-hmm. So I have to pass it and driving that way, they have all the road signs set up and it says like, it's, it's creepy. It says, COVID-19 sampling center, windows up. And it's like, that's flashing at you the whole way down. I must have passed about five or six flashing signs that said that. And I really did think that I was in like an episode of like Walking Dead or like one of those like end of the world movies. Like it's, it's it's real. And the thing is, is that we live in a country and we live in a time period and we all have this frame of mind, like, we're untouchable, we're Americans, we're untouchable, this can never happen to us, blah, blah, blah. But um, like I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they said, well, it was kind of the same thing with 9-11. Oh, that can never happen to well, us. it did. People were, And us. then it did and we were like, oh, fuck. Right. This right. can happen. And now it's happening with coronavirus, like, you know, with Ebola and swine flu and mad cow disease. Those were primarily in other countries. Now, this coronavirus, COVID-19, it finally made its way to America and everybody, it's like the same thing. It's like, oh, fuck. Except for yeah, West like- Virginia because they're all on meth. <laughs> Did you yeah, see that like that- meth kills it and like everybody in West Virginia take, does meth? Oh my and, God, like, meth- that's, the, that's the only Well, that's state. one business that's booming this through this whole- That's the only state that doesn't have this. <laughs> yeah, they're the only state. And I'm like, I-, I that's so a Clarence. I was like, yeah, because they all do meth. And it's <laughs> it like, is. I saw this thing. It was like CNN was like, cocaine does not prevent the coronavirus. I'm oh, like, well, then my ex is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's scary. So I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast actually on the way uh, this morning when I was driving to go commute. And he was saying, the doctor on it was saying that it's so scary for our country because everybody here is so unhealthy. A lot of people here are obese, and that's a fact. Americans are obese. A lot of them are, more than any other country. And it's going to have, like, anybody that, like, is a heavy smoker. We got a lot of heavy smokers. We're in New York. We got a lot of heavy Mm -hmm. smokers here. Anybody that is obese. So it's going to affect not just, like, the old people, but it's going to affect all of them, too. And that's why it's... Anybody with underlying health conditions. Right. Any underlying health conditions. It's crazy. But it's so crazy, too, to me, how this doesn't affect anybody, like, 15 or under. So they're carriers... But nobody has showing symptoms of like a child. All childs are immune or all children. Well, don't you think it might be population control? I don't. I 
don't know. I think Mother Nature. Well, just I don't really think there's going to be population control because I mean, people are quarantined, and when you're quarantined with your spouse or your hookup buddy, I'm sorry, but people are going to be fucking banging like rabbits while this thing is going on. We're just they're going to be called. Each other I mean, like there's going to be you. You best believe nine months from now, there's going to be a lot of COVID babies popping. There probably out. will be yeah. because people like are nothing home. Else they don't do. have nothing. They can't. A lot of people can't leave their homes. The Italy's population is going up. It's going through the China's roof. population is going through the roof. As if there wasn't enough of them, go there it's the going roof. through the roof. It's going through the roof. People are home and people are people are banging. It's crazy. <laughs> no, you're right. But I just feel like it's cause like so China's like the most overpopulated country in yeah, the world. Yeah, but there's like one billion people in China. I think that's yeah. like what they're Yeah, so they're like killing is. them off there first off. And then Italy has the highest number of like you know geriatrics like older people so they're killing them all off right so it's like the obese people here killing them off i don't even know yeah well i mean it's like you know survival of the fittest (laughs) i guess Get like banned. <gasps> Only the young and fit survive. By our like fifteen <laughs> listeners from that. Like Vanessa Hutchins said the like, same thing, and she got like so. No, criticized she was mad. For- she didn't go to Coachella. I didn't, she didn't say it was. I know. She said, girls. "Well, they're gonna die anyway. So, like, what's the big deal?" Oh <laughs> and like, God. people were shaming her for it. But that's so yeah. something that we would say. Like, you're gonna die anyway. It's freaking natural selection. Well, man. like you said before, you're like, "Well, this is how I'm supposed to go out." Then. Yeah. You know? it's my time it's my time Sayonara. it's true i don't get scared of getting sick like that me doesn't either. bother me because i'm so healthy and even if i did get sick and something did happen like you're right it is like i guess it's my time whatever i've lived a good life so far i'm more worried about like what's gonna happen like how the fuck is half of this world paying their bills right now well, that's the thing that I care about. It's the economy. It's like, like my selfish reason. I'm more scared about the economy than I am to get sick. Me Wait. too. Like everything is shut down. Never in yeah. my life have I ever seen any, except for except for my job. My job will never yeah. shut down. If there is a zombie apocalypse going on in this world and like zombies were eating everybody, my job would still stay open. We went through Hurricane Sandy. I was just going to say that. In the fucking was- office the next day. There was a fire in our showroom. The entire building burnt. And the same day, my boss got a trailer for us to all work in. Like, that just does not close. He ordered a trailer. We all went to the diner where the building was burning down. And we ordered a trailer to work in. And we all worked out of a trailer for, like, the next month. Their job does not close ever. I was going to say, that was, like, the last time, I mean, in my lifetime, I'm only... 29 years old but that was the last time I think I actually got like a real scare like oh my god I remember during Hurricane Sandy I was driving home and I had seen two grown men get into a physical altercation on a gas line because one guy cut in front of him oh my god and it I went home and I I was panic stricken and I was crying to my mom about how the world was ending and in the grand scheme of things like that was really only happening in a small portion of our country this is globally so this is even on like a bigger scale and I remember how scared I was during Sandy like seeing businesses shut down and homes destroyed and you know we were we were in crisis at that time and now with you know, coronavirus, it's like, it's everywhere. Like, nobody's safe. What the fuck is with the toilet paper, man? I'm sorry. Wait, I'm I'm dead with that because you don't really need to wipe your ass. 
Well, I just like if you ran out of toilet, toilet paper, bidet. <laughs> I really want to know. Portable bidet. Did the did the Italians run out of toilet paper because the Europeans have bidets? They all do. They all do. They all stick the hose right up their holes of their and, buttholes, and they clean that shit out. Literally, yeah. clean the shit out. Yeah. Why are we cheats. going for the toilet paper? I don't know. I don't and know. It's like the poor and peasants the like me that didn't get any toilet paper. Like my, thanks, Jay. My coach at the gym gave me four rolls from the gym. He saved my butt. There's, there's people. <laughs> there's funky I mean, butt. My thing, funky butt. He saved my, I had to wash my funky butt and he saved it. Hashtag. Next thing you know, there's going to be the guy on the corner, like your local weed man's going to be like, yeah, five squares for $10. Well, they're making you know? like like spoof videos about that, how people are pulling up, like say the password ban. And like somebody's yeah. giving him like two grand and then he hands him like a, a thing of sanitizer. Yeah, and it's like, like a gram paper. of sanitizer wrapped in a plastic bag. Yeah, right? Like it's crack. <laughs> I had to take toilet paper from my mom too. <laughs> what? Like, I was out. There's none anywhere. I know. I went to Brinkman's. I went to CVS. I went to Walgreens. I went to the fucking grocery store. Like I searched one morning for like 40 minutes and but there was none. Did people not wipe their ass before they? Like, it's like everybody's stocking up like the we're gonna have a hurricane and they're gonna be I left think it was just for like years but i'm sorry the let if there was an apocalypse and i have nothing nothing the last thing i'm thinking about is what i'm wiping paper. my ass off with i'll go pick some grass out of the yard and wipe my ass with well, that i, I would take a fucking towel rip it up yeah. into a couple of pieces wipe my ass rinse it, it off or throw it into the the dishwasher or the, the the washing machine, and that would be that. I mean, what did what did they do before toilet paper I was, was invented? Say, what happened? They, they survived diseases back outhouse. then. What happened in the eighteen hundreds? Like they didn't wipe their ass. I would just like hold my butt and shuffle to the fucking shower, right? Just, like do like a rinse. hold them open, spread them open, and do the no, like spread it shut, like yeah. hold the cheek shut, and like do the scoot. <laughs> Like, so, I don't fucking understand it. So my friends have this debate often and they always say, do you stand when you wipe your ass or do you sit when I you sit wipe, when I wipe, wipe your ass? I sit. You sit. So there's, a, there's people that sit and wipe their ass and there's people that stand and wipe but their ass. And the, like argument, the argument for the people that, that sit that wipe your ass that they have for the people that stand and wipe their asses they say well when you stand up your cheeks close together so this way you you get the poop all over the place i don't even understand so how do you are you are you we want to know our listeners do you are you a stander or a sitter i'm a sitter i'm a sitter 100 percent. i'm a sitter but i actually never shit ever <laughs> in my life alex shits like once a month Oh, did you get the Literally. email? I think you're B12 deficient. Did you get the email I sent you about that? No. Oh, check it. I sent it to you where you were on vacation. I take B12 once a day because I'm plant-based. So Yeah, that's the thing. I take if you're a B12, B12, you could cause like constipation and stuff yeah. like that. That was so the one thing B12 that I had deficient. when I first switched uh, to complete <laughs> plant-based. I had a lot of... Um, had a lot of issues Great. and to the point where like I asked my friend who was also a vegan and I said to her uh is this normal and she was like no you need to like have B12. more fiber you need to have more b12 you have to have like more all this stuff and and I made the switch and, and you're better I'm, I'm normal well, <laughs> I'm regular vegan, like I think the craziest thing about this entire thing is that there's like even our friend Nina posted today it's like you know how America is so fucked up when Everything that's on the shelf, we, we're in the grocery stores. There's plenty of vegetables. There's plenty of fruits. There's plenty of herbs. Yeah. What's missing is all chemical mm -hmm. products, all canned products, 
all yeah. fucking mac and cheese, like box foods. Yeah. But there's an abundance. I went to my local grocery store. I got everything that I usually get. So like do, everything. So did I. Everything. Yeah. Spinach, celery. I mean, like every vegetable. I eat, I eat mostly fresh produce. Every yeah. once in a while, I'll go to like, you know, a box of something. Every, like maybe or you like get something once, that's frozen, whatever. Once in a blue fucking moon, man. Mm-hmm. But like, it's all fresh produce. I make yeah. my own salads every day. Everything is there. Yeah. The only thing that's missing is the box stuff, the fucking, the yeah. light soles. All that's the, why everyone's obese. That's why, everybody, that's why everyone's is. obese. It's crazy. And I said, I got, uh, I got into uh, a little bit of, of a debate with one of my family members over this. I said, well, like, you know, we were in a group chat and everyone, you know, my mom was saying how they're opening up the stores a little bit earlier for the elderly to go. And they're saying it's 60 and up. So my mom was like, oh, that means me. I'm an elderly now, you know, whatever. And uh, my sister and my brother were like, oh, well, if you get, if you can find the meat or if you can get this, bring it home for us. And I just wrote back. I'm like, well, the vegan had no problem finding what she needed. And my sister was like, yeah, well, that's because nobody wants to eat that shit. I said, well, what fucking spinach? I said, it's nature's medicine. Right. I said, everybody should be eating veggies, oranges, not vegan. You should be eating. Everybody should be loading up on vegetables right now because that's, what's going to boost your immune system. I'm literally eating like putting turmeric in my smoothies in the morning right now. I do everything elderberry, especially right now. I'm loading up with herbs. We need to rely on the vegetables right Right now. now. And that's, what's going to, I mean, like, that's what's going to help that's your what I'm saying. System. Only the strongest survive. So we're going to fucking live through this because we'll get it. And then it's I just going to be us. I was talking to Nina about it recently. And I said, well, I said, well, I, I said at the end of all this, I said, the world is going to be, all the vegans are going to be left. All yep, the plant-based seriously. people are going to be left. Because, I mean, the meat eaters, I mean, this is what, this is what started the whole thing. Consuming meat meat it's the it came, animal the disease meat got 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 into the meat and it's it's everywhere but even like when, when we go back to swine flu swine flu was caused by pigs yeah mad cow disease was caused by cows bird flu was caused by by chickens um and if you watch that that netflix uh documentary oh, pandemic that they show you yep. them injecting birds with hormones and antibiotics and all this stuff and they were i watched this other thing that said a big reason why uh, they're testing a lot of these vaccines on people and we're not responding to them is because a lot of, I mean, let's face it, not the whole world is not plant-based and and we're nowhere near it and and we're never going to be, but there are a lot of hormones and antibiotics that are pumped into meat that we can, that humans consume on a daily basis, which actually do make them immune when we do need to feed our bodies antibiotics to fight off major diseases and illnesses that, and that's why a lot of people, they're testing the coronavirus vaccine, but not so many people are responding well to it because they can't fight them off because we've already become immune to these because of what we consume on a daily basis that people don't even realize. Everything I eat is organic. Like I'm a Nazi with my food, like psychotic with organic plant. Like everything's got to be like super clean. Every once in a blue moon, if I go out to a restaurant, but like anything that's in my house is organic and I don't keep any meat in my house whatsoever. There's no like any animal product in my house. Me neither, but seafood. Yeah. Like I'll make shrimp, salmon. Right. Yeah. I'm still trying. 
But if fish. you do eat seafood, you should try to. I know it's more expensive, but you should try to go for wild caught. Oh, I always do. Oh, you have I'll to never, go for a while. Yeah, you can't go to that farm raised shit. Farm raised that's filled with I like watched a video on farm raised fish. Hell, feed them pig shit. They it literally was, like, it, oh, them, it was a warehouse with like pools, and the pools were filled with fish that I'm sure the fish didn't even have like a quarter of a centimeter yeah no i never yeah. eat the farm raised. it's always wild and then they mass electrocute them oh that's yeah funny. that's how they kill I them i know yeah it's really I sad i just think it's so crazy how this entire thing and i was listening to a doctor talk about it today and you know there's so much controversy about like is it man-made and you know you're probably gonna get shot for saying this because anybody that's posting that stuff on like facebook right now like facebook wipes it out and they're deleting your post because nobody wants any conspiracy theories right now but we don't really give a shit so we're just going to talk about it so um nobody listens anyway <laughs> so oh, but, but a like, lot of park- podcasts but, are like, talking about they're it. talking about it and it's you know people are saying that it is a conspiracy because it did start in china and it did start in iran and those are the people that we you know that we're against and then it's and then nobody the age of 15 and under is getting this so like why is it wiping out the older people and then how did it start there and i think that they didn't what they're saying is they didn't want it to expand the way it did and it just kind of backfired and now everybody's infected but the doctor today was saying that there's no possible way something this big could have been man-made because we're not smart enough to fucking do that. We are That's not. bullshit. I don't know. Or they thought it wasn't going to be that bad and then it turned into say, something that they couldn't control. Yeah, but what they did say that what it, was, it was the studies show that it was from the, the markets in China. And right. you've seen those videos. Like, they're horrible. They're horrible. Yeah. They're like disgusting and it was from eating like the human bat and stuff like that. And right. how is it so crazy? Because those animals have it and then they don't test them. They're Those animals at those markets are dead for like a month, I feel like. Or well, weeks. what also happens is that they- And they're so bad. These markets, they're, yeah. Well, a lot of it is at these- especially at the Chinese markets is that the the Chinese or the Asian, they're known for eating a lot of wild animals and a lot of exotic animals they're known for consuming. And when these animals are in these small confined spaces, like a lot of them are spreading stressed. diseases. They're yeah. stressed. And if, you know, they're in these stacked cages and somebody, you know, or an animal or whatever, they pass these diseases on and then they just get, they out. Them, do they, don't they eat them raw too? Like yeah. they eat them live? They, I saw a bat soup. It was a lot like dead bat, but it was a literal bat spread over the fucking soup Ew. plate. That's disgusting. And it's like, you're literally going to like chop the head off and eat it. That's like, fucking I, like, disgusting. I don't understand. Like, and they the don't blood think that was that still is, in it. Ew. And then you've seen, I'm sure you guys have seen the video where the chicken, the dead like raw chicken, like is still like, I guess Moving its nerves are thing. alive and yeah. it falls off the table. Yeah. That freaked me out, but I couldn't stop watching it on replay. Um, <laughs> Way before <laughs> this happens, I've, that's what got me to become vegan was I really, I forced myself to watch a lot of the uncomfortable videos. Um, I forced myself into a a reality. Um, a lot of reality that people I think turn a blind eye to just because of tradition and and, and, yeah, comfort. Um, they just prefer not to see. Um, and like I explained to my mom with this whole thing, because like I said, and like everybody's saying it's affecting people who are 50 and up 60 and up. My parents are in their sixties. 
I'm concerned for their well-being. So as much as I don't like to go around preaching veganism and, you know, plant-based, like... Because nobody I, wants know, to hear it that's right, not nobody a wants to hear it. Nobody wants your, right. your views shoved down their throat. Right. Nobody I get wants it. to hear it. But in a time like this, I feel like I'm educated on the whole thing and I'm going to, you know, t- I so I went Tell and I them told to my mom eat their veggies man I told my mom I said listen I said yeah I said your chicken breasts look real nice when they're packaged up and they're in a nice styrofoam plate and they're saran wrapped and they're clean and they're cut and they're in the thing I said but nobody wants to see the bleeding chicken that still has all of its feathers and all of its veins and all of its muscles and nerves and arteries intact I said nobody wants to see that nobody wants to see the how it got to that point right, right. people just want to see the role, like how it is before it goes into their oven or before it goes on to yeah, their Yeah, because they'll be like, well, I didn't see that Right, happen. I didn't. See, so, you know, it's like people don't want to see it and they don't care how it got there. And, but the main part is, is like you should care how it got there because if you cared a little bit more how it got there, we probably wouldn't really be in this pandemic that we're in right we now. Because they ate the fucking raw bats that were in the cages right. there and now everybody's dying. Yeah. And did you guys ever see Contagion? No, but I have to see that. I didn't see it. So Contagion came out in 2011 and it, Gwyneth Paltrow was in it. She died in the movie from this like plague, like flu-like symptoms and everybody died. And then all of a sudden, like they shut down everything. Everybody was staying in their house. People were coming, looting the houses, looting the supermarkets, like all that shit. And at the end of the movie, they showed how it started. A bat flew into a chicken coop, took a shit on the food. Oh my God. And the chicken ate the food. And then that's how it fucking spread. And this is almost like back in 2011, they're already predicting what what was going to happen. Well, that Dean Koontz book that he wrote in 1981, it said in 2020, there's going to be a a pneumonia like pandemic that's going to affect everybody's respiratory disease. And it's going to go around basically killing the fucking world. And he predicted that and he wrote that in 1981. In the approximately the year 2020, like he fucking knew the year. How insane is that? Yeah. And like what you were saying, the Simpsons always predict stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that all over the place. That the Simpsons, the Simpsons always know predicts everything. Well, I just want to say we've all been to Pasha NYC. Rest yes, in peace, we have. Pasha. We but miss you. We've all been to Pasha NYC, and it's been an ongoing joke within the community of dance music that if you've been to Pasha NYC, you are immune from the coronavirus. That's why I'm not worried about it. I ain't like, worried. We we definitely we, ingested a lot of germs and bacteria I in that place. I was going to say, I took a lot of things off that toilet seat. Oh, I used to <laughs> sniff fucking lines off a toilet bowl. It didn't matter back then. You know, who the, you know who the main contender in being immune from the coronavirus is? Shout out to Mama in the downstairs bathroom. <laughs> she is immune to it all. That woman could get injected with Ebola, swine flu, mad cow, and Corona, and she would still come out swinging. She'd still come out with the with, with the camera. soap and the towels in her hand. Go, come on, baby, go in the next in the she next would door. Be, oh, in she the would next be soap, so baby. mad at me all the time because I'd be like drinking the water out of the sink when I have a water <laughs> oh, bottle. Oh, she always used to yell. You know, and but she'd be like, "Come on, your time's <laughs> up." I'm like, "Oh, that woman." was great when the coat check used to get too full i used to go in there 
it. And I used to give her five dollars. And I used to be like, Mama, can I leave my stuff under the sink? Oh yes, baby, no problem. And she used to open up the the cabinet underneath the sink, and I used to stuff my coat in there. She was great. I wonder where that woman is today. So that's how we met Jamie, actually, in the club scene back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how I got introduced to you. Probably from, through Nina, I and think. I, I and I met you at work, and then no, you introduced Melissa. me. I met All you through, through Melissa. I met you through Alex. I met you yeah. through Melissa. And, and then, then I met you through Alex. Yeah. Probably at like fucking Aura Pasha or something like we that. Were, we night. were everywhere. We had some we, good times. We had really good times. Remember we went to System on my birthday? We did. We did. So we went to System on Alex's birthday. Systems, by the way, anybody that doesn't know what System is, it's the after hours club when it's like disturbing there's it, some it opens at 4 a.m it opens at 4 a.m and goes to like two in, o'clock in the afternoon or something like that yeah. yeah so we went to system for alex's uh birthday and i remember we went on the train and i was meeting them on the train because they were a stop before me and i just made it to the train and i remember running up the stairs and alex and our other friend are standing outside and they're holding the door open and i literally ran and i swear the doors almost pinched me in the ass like that's how much I, but we had a really good time there. we did we had a really good time that like i mean we've been there we had gone there so many times but i remember that night in particular we saw jonathan peters yes. which is a big dj he's fucking amazing and i've he's never still seen DJs. him live before i know and i actually was gonna see him we, there was a classics party I don't know what happened and I couldn't go, but I'm like dying to go to one of his classics. Those yeah, are well, everything's shut down right now. Well, everything's <laughs> shut down right now so we can have our own indoor JP party. We can have like the old like Pasha mix yeah. on yeah. fucking SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Bob we were all <laughs> No, JK, I'm sober. I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we used to go to a lot of parties together. We used to dance and prance and we had some really good times. But now I feel like every, I feel like the New York City nightclub scene is really shut it's like, shut down everything everything the last closed. one we went on like the last couple nights we yeah. did we, we went to um the one of the last boris boris it was boris you don't know this jamie we talked about this in one of the episodes fucking alex was so wasted that she projectile vomited on the crowd from the from the from, the from the balcony from the mess <laughs> Well, like not feeling good that night neither of us we i walk into our house we're both like nauseous we popped tums and we were just nauseous from like god only knows what i think well, we were bloated i had my fucking cousins over for brunch earlier in the day <laughs> so i'm like okay this is gonna last till like maybe like 2 2 30 the latest i get over at like no 10 it's PM 9 and still p.m and they're still there so i'm like Okay, I've been drinking this whole time. I want to take a shower. I want to take a nap. No, not happening because they're not leaving. She comes, picks me up. I'm drinking like beer in my like freaking Yeti to go there. All of a sudden, this horrible smell comes through the club. Like, smelled like like a corpse rotting. And no, big it was foot. those guys that we were dancing with. That's Remember? Was that bad BO? It was really bad. bad dance club Dude, BO. It was so bad. And all of a sudden, I was just like, but you know when you want to throw up like you have the warning like you start like your mouth starts spitting yeah, and everything you feel that not none of that happened all of a sudden it was like Blah. oh my god you all definitely ruined she a couple people's but nights I don't that think night it was the one of the last nights that they were open yeah. so everybody was there and i don't think and everybody was probably wasted so i don't even think anybody really cared they probably thought it was like i don't think anyone noticed i, I was there i, I tapped Addie, i'm me. like you're just projectile, I just projectile vomited. vomited everywhere she's oh like okay 
let's keep dancing. I was so mad the last, so I went to one of the last nights at Output. I went on Christmas day night. So Danny Teneglia would always do his Christmas day night party every year. And it just so happened that Output was closing. So we all went and we get there and we all had our little like to go drinks and it was freezing out and we, they made us wait online. We were like, probably we were pretty far like those lines were so yeah we were like pretty close to like the door when we first got there like it really we weren't that far back on the line but for some reason i guess because output was closing there was a a lot of people in there they were only letting a few people in at a time whatever so they were not letting us in and so we were like fuck it like we have our drinks we're just gonna drink and me and my friends we just started drinking 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 and by the time we had gotten into output we were so drunk we were like fuck like we were like we couldn't even like we got like a couple of drinks and we danced and we danced and we danced and we wanted to stay because it was the closing of Alpa and this club that we had loved so much for so many years and we just could not hang and like at that point we had looked at each other and we were like you gotta go old man like we're we gotta go we're wasted before we even get in the club we're old we gotta go like and I was sad because it was like the last Last time I was ever gonna be in that club and that was a great club well I I love that club like a couple days after that I waited online with uh our you know our friend Mike I don't know if you know him I know a lot of Mikes I'm I'm currently waiting for one right now shout out Vincenza (laughs) Vincenza Um, where is he I waited online and it was so cold it was like 30 degrees and we waited there for 45 or like an hour 45 minutes to an hour and the line was not even anywhere near and I was and this was towards when they were closing this is Martina's brothers it was one of it was like the second to last night there um and I fucking dipped I was like I can't do it anymore I'm tapping out for it was like an hour in line and they said that they waited close to three hours in line to get in the club hell no in 30 degree weather if we were if if it was back in the day when we were like 19 20 years old we would have been like I don't give a shit if it's six hours we're waiting I used to go to Pasha in booty shorts and no jacket no my jacket. fucking little pea coat and, <laughs> yes. and get on the train. People were staring at us like, I guess they're prostitutes or something. Oh my God, like- wait. So I used to work, I used to promote for this company, uh, like one of those like nightlife promotion things. And we used to promote for Cielo, which is now closed. Another yeah. club, rest in peace, Cielo. Um, I, love I actually love that place. that was one of the I best Cielo was one of the top place. 10 clubs in the world reigning yes. for many years but anyway so I was about uh 21 years old and we were doing you know as you know Cielo's nights were Thursdays and if you've ever been to Cielo in New York City or if you've ever been to a New York City nightclub at all the good ones really don't get going until like one, two o'clock in the morning. No, it's empty there until yeah. like 1 a.m. So one, two o'clock in the morning is when the party really gets going. Well, I also had a full-time job and I had to be to work at 9 a.m. on Friday. Oh, I would go straight um, to work. I wouldn't even sleep those Well, nights. so I did and I that was the plan. Uh, so I took the the... 454 train whatever it was and um my i wasn't even drunk nothing i never wind up in fucking spionk i was i've done that i was supposed to get off and i ended up in wine dance oh god 
And if you're not from New York or Long Island, Wine Danch is not the place you want to get off. You are not getting Um, off there. No, you're not. You have a death wish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you have a, like, you don't want to get off at that train unless you have a death wish or like a crack addiction. Yep. That's Um, where I used to get my crack from. (laughs) See? There you go. (laughs) My Um, roses at the gas station. (laughs) I swear to God, I used to pick up my crack wine dance. Right, yeah, I'm telling Seriously, you, that's where you go. Station, I'd fucking get the rose right after. That's where you go. You go to you go to wine dance, okay? Um, so little old me had on like you, shorts. I had on my little skimpy club girl outfit, uh, fishnets, and a little little thing, and uh, we went and we. We had a good time and I fell asleep on the train and I woke up in wine dance at probably it was roughly around 6 a.m. And it was a Thursday night. So a.k.a. Friday morning, people are on the train going to work and I got the wow, you're a prostitute looks like, oh, how much can I get for you? I call my mother. I'm like, ma, you got to come get me at this point. Like I got back on, I, jumped, I saw we were in wine dance. I was like, oh my God, fuck. I you get back on the train and go to get on, Deer Park. Yeah, keep I moving. get back on the train and go to Deer Park. And I was like, you're in fucking wine dance? What the fuck are you doing there? She flips out on me. She's like, what are you wearing? That's what her thing. We look what like hoes. What are you wearing? And I was like, oh, I didn't want to tell her what I was wearing. I was like, like, you'll like, see when you pick me up. It was the most uncomfortable, I mean, I've been in pretty some pretty uncomfortable situations before. This was probably one of the most. I felt like I was doing the walk of shame yeah. times a hundred. All these like nice like well dressed people going to the city. They're all staring at me on the train like they've never seen a hooker before. I'm like, I literally wanted to put a sign that said, "I'm not a whore." I am not a whore. I need five hundred bucks and I'll show you my. Titty. I just went oh, to Pasha. <laughs> I was just doing, and I didn't want to say I was at work because clearly it looked like I was at work on the corner. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was that was a very interesting time in my life. But I know what you mean. Like I used to go out and I used to wear nothing, and now I go out and I see these girls and they're I'm not, like an old lady. Yeah, they're now. barely. I'm like, I ain't going out unless I got my jacket. Oh hell <laughs> like, no! I, I got my, my coat like, down to my ankles. <laughs> Me too. I don't even like go out anymore. Really, no, we but, don't. What about the time I went to Left Rock City? Oh, oh, Jamie, you don't know God. this. So I was going to Atlantic City with my one of my best friends that I worked with at the time and her boyfriend who lived in Brooklyn and his cousin. So we had Shabbat dinner with their family and they were Russian Jews. So we literally took a shot at every like meal and conversation that they brought to the table so now I'm fucking wasted. They're like, all right, we're going to go to Atlantic City. I'm like, cool, of course, let's go. So we step out, like in Left Rack City. They were Left like, Rack City, where is it, Queens, for anybody that doesn't know? I think it's Queens. I don't think I've ever been there. It don't. You could see it from the don't. side. But of, you know what we're talking you about could, on you your way to the You see it from the, the side of the highway. It says Left Rack. And you know that song? Left, Left Rack, Rack City, City, bitch. <laughs> but it, I think it's in Queens. It's, I think it's in Queens, too. So we stop off there. He's like, yo, I'm just going to get, like, some pills, like, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. So then we, like, pull up to this, like, deli bodega spot. So I'm like, all right, now I'm, like, drunk. I'm not even thinking where we are. So I was like, 
since they're bringing me to Atlantic City, like, I'm not paying for shit. I'm going to go get us drinks for what, as we, like, drive there. Not the driver, but everybody else in the car. So I jump out of the car, and I go into the deli, and all of a sudden, the guy, like, locks the door behind me. So I'm like, that's fucking weird. So I'm like, whatever. Drunk as hell. Getting all the stuff out of the thing. I would have been like, oh, they're probably closing. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> like, the fuck? I didn't care either. So I was like, whatever. So I get all the drinks. I bring them up to the counter. And all of a sudden, like, apparently this whole thing went on outside. Like, my friend's boyfriend's kicking the door in. Apparently, like, he knew somebody that drove by on a bicycle and was like, they're going to kidnap her. Like, some, like, crazy shit. And then... My friend's boyfriend ended up knowing the guy that locked me in there and was like, he comes in, rips me out by like the back of my neck. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, don't touch me. And he was like, get in the fucking car. And like pays for everything that I had on the counter because I was waiting and then leaves. We like, we take off. And he's like, are you fucking stupid? I'm like, he let you in there. Well, no, he was like getting the gas and I just hopped out on my own. And he was like, they were trying to trap you in there. They were were they like, like sex traffickers? I get of like or I have, just like gang rapers. Yeah, either Probably or gang, like, like I have bangers. no idea because I was like, okay, that's scary. I was like twenty. I don't know, like ten. I would have done ago. the same yeah. thing. Invincible. We were like, we yeah. don't even like when we were that young. Like we I didn't even invincible. think. I remember one time I got held gunpoint and I looked the guy in the face and I said, "Fucking do it! I don't give a shit." And then I said something to him. I said, "No wonder your mom fucking died. She probably left the earth to get rid of you." As I'm or left to, or to get away from you, as I'm held gunpoint, like I was invincible back yeah. then. I, I like had no fear. I didn't now give a I'm shit. like, I, I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a fuck. I think back, back then. now to like all the shit that I did from when I was like, let's say like 16 to about like 21, 22 in that like gap of years. I think back to all the crazy shit and all the scenarios and everything that I went in, like went through and going people that I was with random people, people that I was, that I was in houses that I was in cars that I was in situations that I was in. And I think about it now and I'm like, I would be shitting my pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be shitting my pants and I would not have toilet paper. <laughs> I know. I remember one time. This is so scary. I like, and I didn't think anything of it. I remember being in Ibiza and I remember getting in a car. I left the club for blow with these like three random guys. And I was just like, we're going to party. And my f- friend at the time, I get back to no the fuck. place no the next given. day. And she grabs me by my little one strap of a fucking dress that I was wearing and she pushes me against the wall and they were ready to send like the fucking Spanish church party out for me because I didn't come home and I jumped in a random car with these three guys in fucking Ibiza by myself and I was just like party time we're doing free blue like not thinking yeah. anything of it like and no. that was like a normal situation like that I was think, like nothing I think all the time about like especially like girls like our age now and like that there's so much more out there there's like Instagram and all that social media and when we were their age like there, there was, was nothing. nothing out there yeah like we that. didn't have that you know and I I worry about people like because like I mean it's so much easier to get abducted and like kidnapped and well I joke about it like all the time and I'm always like well I don't know how I didn't end up chained to somebody's pole in their being but I but honestly I really do not know how I ended up like that because I'd be wrecked wrecked they're like oh we'll give you this we'll give you that come with us 
Okay. Jump in the fucking car. Okay. Yeah. I fell asleep one time, and we say that I have a guardian angel in Charleston. And there, back when I went to college in Charleston, Charleston's beautiful in South Carolina. But back when I went to college there, there was a really ghetto part. It was like Terrace Avenue in Hempstead, bad. Like one of the worst parts of the city ever. And there was a crack in Line Street, and they were intersected. And that was like where that was, it was a fucking really horrible area. Like shootings, mass murders, like gang rape everything that would go on there and I fell asleep on the corner of the street one time I was so wasted I like got in a fight with the guy I was seeing I beat up a fucking tree with my like hot pink sparkle purse that I had at the time (laughs) I had like cuts on my hand because I was so angry at the fucking tree I don't even know I was wasted and I fell asleep on the street and I passed out on the corner in the ghetto and this guy still remember his name Don Juan he picked me up he put me in the handlebars of his bicycle as I'm like pass the fuck out. And he called my roommate and my roommate's like, oh my God, you have her. And he drove me home in like his, on his handlebars as I'm like dead asleep, knocked out. And he brought me back to my, my yeah, well, house. Yeah, well, you're lucky he south. found you. Right. And they were like, that is your guardian angel. And I truly believe that there's like people disguised as angels that like help you out in life like situations like that like it's so fucked up like how the fuck did I survive that like weird things like that I know it's crazy crazy so we can go into that all day but we want to have Jamie share her disappointed but not surprised story with us so she's been an (laughs) avid listener thanks Jamie thank you another big supporter of disappointed but not surprised and she (laughs) and I know a little bit about Jamie's story she told me one night I went to go pick up a purge mask from you because I was like murdering people. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> no, it's for Halloween. Were we stalking your ex no, outside? No, that was the president. No, but mask. you should in those masks. I'll make them for you. No, guys I was next still time. talking to him at that time. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually jealous of the mask. He fucking loves mask. He wanted to bang me in it. But anyway, but not the Avatar mask. <laughs> not the Avatar mask. No, he likes like. Purge mask and V for Vendetta. You'd fuck me yeah, in that. Yeah, he's a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Jamie was telling me a little bit about her disappointed but not surprised story. And when she started listening to our show, she's like, I want to come on. So Jamie, you can take it away, friends. All right. Um, so should I start with the prequel that led up Just to the Just tell the whole <laughs> fucking story, All man. Right, give guys. us the background, girl. So um, I was in a four-year relationship um, that I am celebrating two years in uh, May. That Being I'm, away from. That I am no longer. Woo-hoo! I I always say when people are like, oh, you look great. I always say, yeah, I lost 190 pounds. We say <laughs> depression, depression is the best. I was so well, skinny. Well, I say I lost 190 breakup. pounds. You know, that was my, my ex. You know, that's around about his weight. And I yeah, always say, oh, I lost, <laughs> I lost 190 pounds. Uh, so I look good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a roller coaster of a relationship. And uh, we, so we originally broke up. This is, was what the downfall of the breakup was. Um, I had found out that my boyfriend was cheating on me, which I'm sure every girl under the sun has caught their boyfriend at some point cheating on them. Um, but so what I was starting to tell you earlier, but um, tell the whole story, babe. <laughs> um, so it was, we had a great relationship. And uh, one day I was home and our anniversary was coming up. It was uh, in the summer and we had gone on a lot of trips. At that point, we had been together for um, almost two years and our anniversary was coming up and I decided that I was going to take all the pictures and videos. We had a GoPro. We were a very adventurous couple. So when we would go on vacations, like we would always 
do the adventurous stuff, the wild stuff, the stuff that everybody was always afraid to do, um, which I honestly love that part about him. Um, definitely you guys me. went on big trips too. Yeah, we went like on some Africa pretty, and shit. No, you didn't no, go to Africa I didn't go to Africa with him. With him. You went to um, Africa with him. We did Costa Rica. We went to, um, we went to Puerto Rico. We went, we did a, you know, we yeah. did a lot of like fun little trips together. Um, but we had a lot of like GoPro videos and I thought, you know, being like the, you know, wholesome little girlfriend that I was, um, that I was going to make like a nice video of us from all the trips and stuff that, you know, we had gone through. So almost like a slideshow, it would be like a picture and then a video, whatever. So my boyfriend at the time had a laptop and I open up his laptop and I go to, he had a file that said movies. So I click on the file that says movies, thinking that I'm going to see, you know, all of our GoPro videos. And, you know, we had a couple little X-rated videos in there too. So um, when I started scrolling and I started seeing some things were a little bit more X rated, I just for initial thought was, Oh, that's me. But then the hands started looking a little bit darker and the nails started looking a little bit longer and the vaginas started looking a little bit different than mine. And I start questioning and I start going and I, Long story short, my boyfriend had um, a secret prostitute addiction that I was not aware of at all. Was um, it one prostitute or was it like No, many? there was dozens. I It got to the point where I had to stop looking because there was so many. Throw up. Was your, did you feel like you got punched in the stomach? I felt like somebody had punched me in my stomach and lodged my stomach into my throat. Like yeah. that gut punch feeling. And I felt all the color and all the energy drain from my body. And I all I did was I picked up my phone and I texted him and I said... Do you have a secret life that I don't know about? Oh my God. And he wrote back, what do you mean? And I wrote, you're a disgusting fuck. And he called me and he said, Jamie, get off my computer. Oh my God. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, Jamie, get off my computer. My so now boyfriend, now if anybody knew my boyfriend at the time or he was know nice. him in I general. Him a few times. I mean, he was a cool a, guy. Yeah. Listen, he was a cool guy. He was everybody's buddy. Yeah, but he that was doesn't the guy. He was the guy that always had a guy for everybody else. And I could be lying dead in the street. My boyfriend would say, I got a guy coming to help you. He would never leave work. Ever. He had a company. Um, he, he owned his own company. Um, he pretty much worked for himself. Um, but he would never leave work. He said, get off my computer. I'm coming home right now. Oh, he knew he was. So fucked. I yeah. was like, this is serious. And I'm sitting there and my leg is jiggling and I'm fucking shaking. Like there's an earthquake. And I don't know whether I should grab all of his stuff and throw it out or, or I was poured in a garbage can and poured bleach and everything. Unless you've gone through it, there's no way of telling, of saying that how someone is going to deal stomach, with it, yeah. what you should do. Yeah. So long story short, um, now mind you, he was my first true, true love. And I was... Definitely had rose-colored glasses on when I was with him. Um, you so can't help it sometimes. Long love story is short, blind, man. right? Love is not truly the show. not the show, <laughs> not, the not, show. The show. Not, the show. not the show. But in but reality, reality yes. real hard, true life. You want to really um, believe that they're great? Yeah, you I did want to believe what they. You say. really do. You're like, um, you want to be with this person yeah. in the end. 
So in the days following, um, so he did admit to everything that was going on. In the days following, um, I did some more investigation. I found out at the time that he had an Ashley Madison profile. And it honestly, it came out at the perfect time because that's when that whole thing shut down with the um, the guy from uh, 19 Kids and Counting, that the, the guy, the pedophile guy, yeah, the, the yeah. brother was caught on there so and the ashley madison um if anybody doesn't know it's a cheaters website uh their motto is life short have an affair yeah um so you can be completely anonymous on it um so he did admit that he did have an ashley madison profile and he uh i found his ashley madison profile i found everything um but at the end of the day i know i don't know if all the videos I found were from the time period of when he was with me. Okay. Um, and me being was young. Was he in the videos? I could tell it was, it was him because dick. he had his, it was his dick. And I could tell he had his, um, he had a work t-shirt that he wore every day. And I knew the colors of the work t-shirt and those, you could see it on his waistline. Okay. Um, his was face was never like, in. Was it sex or was it just um, dick sucking? It was, the, anything that I found was just dick sucking. Was it faces? It was the faces of the girls. Okay. They were clearly prostitutes. There okay. was no way. I mean, and he did not discriminate. I, I swear. Like, he, he was the most racist person I knew, except if they were sucking his dick. Seriously. Um, there was black girls, Spanish girls, white girls, fat girls, Asian girls, you name it. He, he if he it had If it had a mouth and a pair of tits, he would let it suck his dick. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, we... Uh, like I said, I was very blind. I was stupid. And I'll admit it right now. I was stupid. And um, we went through a really rough period. But I kind of found it in my heart maybe to just, you know, try to move past it. Did he say it. that they were all in the past? He did say it was in the past. He never admitted to me how many girls there actually were. Did he say that it was during your relationship? He admitted that some of it was during the relationship. Okay. Because I did find, I went through his phone after that. And, and I you did found time frames. I found text messages from like, him saying like, oh, like, oh, my girl just called me, but I really want to see you later. Like all this stuff. Um, and then I found out that I think he was like dealing Coke. And I think he was giving Coke to these girls in exchange because like a lot of the girls would be like, oh, did you bring party favors? And I know my boyfriend, my boyfriend was on Coke a lot mm -hmm. um, throughout our relationship. And um, whenever he was high on Coke, he couldn't get hard. So I knew that he wasn't doing it with these girls, but I knew that he was probably giving it, to giving them. it to them, like and dealing yeah. it to them in exchange. Having them for, suck lines off instead of instead of money, it was yeah, in exchange you're not for a blowjob. You're giving them drugs, and right? Um, so yeah. So anyway, um, we moved we moved past it, and um, it was like I said, our relationship was never good after that. It was never, never perfect. It, yeah. it, it never I, can be. It was like the innocence in our relationship was lost, like the purity. Right. Everything. They say like when the mirror cracks and you try to put it back together, it but the totally cracks are was right, still there. It totally was, and I tried to rationalize and everything like that. Um, but like I said, I was young. I was 23 years old when this happens. Like I was just in a very young, immature mindset, whatever. So fast forward, uh, about a year and a half, two years later after this, we are now living together. He got a home. Uh, he built it from the ground up. Uh, like I said, there's things that I'll never take away from him that he did well in life. And that was one of the his pride well, I and think joy. and that's the worst part about it is you look at the good things yeah. and you don't focus on like the bad things when you want to love them that much exactly and exactly you know, kind of and you let eye. you let the 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 pros outweigh the cons even though the, the cons, cons are, are fucking massive right. like, like they're not 10 even times like, more than the pros right the cons right. aren't even like he leaves the dishes in the sink it's like no he has a hooker addiction for yes. fucking craigslist hookers like yes. that's a big one right 
So towards the end of our relationship, um, it just, it, it was bad. He knew that I wasn't right for him and I knew he wasn't right for me. And we were just kind of like stuck in this limbo and we were just like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, and it caused like a lot of anger and stress and it caused me to act out the way like I could not like even picture myself acting out. Um, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this, because I always try to find humor in a lot of situations. If anybody knows me, disappointed, but not surprised. We just laugh at all the bad shit that goes on. Exactly. People are dying. (laughs) I'm crying, but laughing at the same time every day. So the world's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to (laughs) die. Make me. At least we have each other. Exactly. (laughs) At least we have this podcast. Um, So the time came. We broke up. I was living there. I needed to move out. Um, So we had had... um, we had had a party for Christmas and somebody gave us a gag gift and it was a double-sided dildo. So when we were moving out, my, my, my best friend, Ashley, uh, the doll that she is decided to come over and help me pack my stuff and move and use the dildo. And she, we knew that he was going to have a girl over the second I got my stuff out of that house. Probably even before I got my stuff out of the house, we knew that he was going to have a girl over. So, if there was anything about my ex that I knew is that no matter what, he always had his side of the bed. That was it. He had his side of the bed. Nobody else could lay on there. You put so, the double-sided dildo in the bed? So we put the double-sided <laughs> dildo on my side of the bed and we put it in the pillowcase. Yes. So when a girl went to go lay down, like she would kind of like feel it and be like, what's that? And then he had to like pull, pull the out. dildo out and it was a black double-sided <laughs> dildo put, and like, it was wobbly. Yo, you should have put like ketchup on one end of oh it. Oh my God. All, like, I should have put mayo you on it. Po- <laughs> no, you should have put a positive AIDS test. <laughs> oh my God, I should have. So I took all of I So I, we put that. So so we put that in there. So Short it made for an awkward, yeah. So it would make for an awkward situation when the time came. Um, I later found out that it did make for an awkward situation yes. when the time came. He admitted. Um, oh, were you cracking up? Oh my god, I was hysterical. He actually thought it was quite funny. Um, but so it made for an awkward situation. And then, last but not least, um, if there was anything I knew about my ex, um, especially after living with him for quite some time, it was when he would come home from work every day like clockwork. That man went right into the downstairs bathroom and took a shit for probably about 20, 30 minutes. So I said, well, and he, my, I took care of everything for my ex household wise. Like he never had to worry if there was going to be food in the fridge or clean dishes or clean clothes or toilet paper. So because there's a toilet paper shortage right now, I think this is extremely relevant. Now people are going to fucking riot. (laughs) I was moving out and I said, Fuck him. him. (laughs) I am taking every bit of toilet paper. I took, there was literally a quarter roll of toilet paper left on the roll, on the roll. I took Took it. it. You can't leave that. I took the napkins. I took the baby wipes. I took the paper towels. I even took the dish rags. (laughs) So he could not wipe his ass. And I know that he came inside and didn't even realize until he was on the bowl, shit was out, shit was on the cheeks, that there was no toilet paper. And his first instinct was to 
probably open up the bathroom door, go straight to the pantry right outside of the bathroom door and open it to nothing. get the extra paper towel rolls. Nothing. Yes. No, no napkins. Nothing. Go into the kitchen. No, nothing. Run upstairs. Nothing. I took the baby wipes. There was I nothing it. left. So I get a text from him. Literally, this was the day Did I left. Did he say I had a shitty day? He goes, <laughs> he goes. Put on punch. I, well, I told. <laughs> so he texts me and he goes, real smart move. Getting rid of all the paper goods. I had to go to Rite Aid with a dirty ass and yeah. buy toilet paper. How about you go fuck another so I go. <laughs> I write back, you want to be an asshole? You get treated like one. And he was I like, like, get your fucking he was like, I would have said, like, go get your one of your fucking he was prostitutes. So to bring them mad, you so dick. mad, but disappointed, but not surprised because, uh, about a month and a half after I moved out, um, I got a picture sent to me, um, from some other girl's Instagram. And it was a picture of her and this guy and, and my boyfriend or my ex that had only been my ex for like a month and a half at that time. Um, and then a couple months later they were full on dating, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend. And, uh, I actually just found out about, um, two months ago, they're having a baby. A baby. They're engaged. Yeah, but after about a year on her that stuff doesn't stop man i you know what i don't know and i really don't care it's her problem now not right, mine but like i said when i found out that he was dating another girl literally a month and a half after we had broken up disappointed but not surprised right seriously yeah. but it doesn't mean anything i don't think it means anything at that point especially if they're like a serial fucker like craigslist you found it because craigslist things or was it just ashley madison um he was on ashley madison back page um he had also gone on craigslist um i don't know i mean you guys might have sent him something throughout that well point. he would have sent it to my ex at that point and sent my ex a dick picture um but yeah it was um yeah it was not not pleasant. It was the first thing that you did. Was it get tested? Um, yeah. So right when um, I found the scary. videos that week, I went tested and I told him, I said, listen, I said, if because he was crying on his hands and knees, he of wanted course. me to take him back and all the blah, 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 blah. Um, he told me, I told him, I said, listen, I said, if this comes back and I have anything. I said, we'll talk your dick off, fucker. I will literally kill you kill you like there there will be no more lorena bobbitt ain't got yeah. shit on me right yeah i will <laughs> lorena bobbitt your ass and it's like now in the aftermath i'm kind of thinking like oh i should have did this and i should have fucking threw his clothes down the southern state and you know all all this stuff but i'm like you know what um he has to live with himself he at the end to, of the day so he is the only person that knows exactly what he did to me i don't know anything like that and um you know what to be honest with you almost two years later I'm happy. I'm happy he's engaged. I'm happy that he's moved on with his life. I hope to God he's not doing this to his ex. I mean, I mean, I hope to God he's not his doing current. this with his new, yeah, but it his stop. new girl. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah, he is. You and know, she's just not checking it. I guarantee I think she you. is checking it because the reason I found out they were engaged was because my phone pinged one night and I got a, a notification on my Instagram and I go and I look and um, his girlfriend had liked um, my pictures. Oh. On Instagram, oh, she fucked up. And she fucked I was up. like, she "What? Big no, she, no, this girl, this girl is. Uh, this is why I think they're perfect for the, each other because this girl is just as calculated as him. Um, anytime I had ever come across her Instagram, I was not honestly like I really did 
not want to stalk her. I really did not want to know anything about her. Did you know her before her. that or no? I knew of her. Um, not through him. I just knew her throughout the community. Like I just knew who she right. was. Um, and I just never pinned her. I was just like, oh wow. Like I kind of know of this girl and now he's dating her. That's really what it was. But, um, I had come across her Instagram like a few times and I wasn't searching for it, but I just like had you come see across. It in the, you see and it in she like was the, always private. It's like always Setting. people her, you may know. Yeah. People you do not right. want to know. Right. Exactly. And her Instagram was always private. Anytime I ever clicked on it. And like I said, I wasn't stalking her. I wasn't religiously checking to see if her page went off private whatever so anytime I had ever seen it I'd probably in the year that they're dating I'd probably seen her come across her Instagram page maybe half a dozen times maybe so anytime but because you know what I didn't want to know for me it's like the shield you know what it is um what do they call that what you don't know can't hurt you idiot is bliss What's it called? Oh, ignorance. Ignorance, ignorance is, is bliss. bliss. And I always yes. felt that way because I knew when I dated my ex, I knew he was doing shit on the side. And then I would have like access to his phone. And I'm like, I never checked my yeah. ex's phone. I'm not doing it because ignorance is bliss. I know he's right. fucking doing it. And I'm not even going to look because I'm probably not going to leave him anyway. Well, this was when I was 18. Yeah. By the way. Well, but, I mean, listen, I was same thing. But um, yeah, so. I looked at her, so I had saw that she liked my page and my page was public and my page isn't always public, but as of recent, my page was public. And so she had to have been looking to see if my page was public. And um, she did and she saw an opportunity and she grabbed it. And when I clicked on her page specifically to block her, because I was like, fuck this girl, I don't want her looking at my shit. I clicked on her page to block her and suddenly she was public. And probably the last... I would probably say seven or eight posts were all posts about their engagement, like videos of their engagement, her with the ring, her with the sign that says future Mrs. I'm not going to say his last name, but future Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. Um, all this stuff. And I was just like, and that's how I found out. That's how I found out they were engaged. And I had a breakdown that night. Thank God my friend had just so happened to be hanging out with me, having a glass of wine. And I broke down and I think I broke down more so because it was my final release of him. Right. Yeah. And I broke down and I didn't, I hadn't cried like that since we had broken up, since we had first broken up. So I really had the first time. Because that's when you know it's like the closure. And I said, I can't believe him four years of this bullshit, all this shit that I went through with him, yada, yada, yada. And I felt, I was like, I almost felt like, I was like, I had so many slaps in the face from him. And then this is my final slap in the face. And then- I kind of felt closure after it. After I let that all out, I felt like shit the next day and a little bit into the day after. And then I started feeling better and I started feeling so much better to the point where like, I almost wanted to text them out of genuine, like pure genuine feelings. Like congrats, congratulations. Because I also feel in my back of my head, like, not my problem and you know what i could have ended up very let unhappy let her deal with it let her deal with that shit and vincenza told me shout Our out vincenza, vincenza. Shout out vincenza. love that bitch vincenza told me and she was like you guys told me vincenza is a very brutally honest person she is beats you up she is so honest i'm you're so like recovering. Ouch. yeah yeah ouch she told me because she brought up my ex she knew his name or she knew his first initial and then it all came she knows um, so much. It's wild. She told me that I need to stop victimizing myself and that he 
she told me that he actually was a nice, sweet guy and that he wasn't, he wasn't, um, happy with me, which is what caused him to act the way that he did and what caused him to do the things that he did. Um, and that he caused me so much hurt because he couldn't bear the thought to actually tell me and to confront they his fucking truth. cop out and they're cowards. Right. And just um, because you cheat doesn't mean you're not a sweet guy, I guess, especially if you're on, and I hate to say that because I hate, I hate people that cheat, get out of the relationship if you're going to cheat. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had my cheating days. I definitely used to cheat a lot, but I, it, you know, high school, college, it didn't fucking matter that. Right. But you know, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means you have underlying, a lot of underlying issues and self-esteem issues too. Um, if, especially <laughs> if you're on Craigslist and Ashley Madison and all that he shit. He was searching. He was really yeah, searching. And to fill a void yeah. of yeah, something. Yeah, because he wanted validation. And it wasn't the sex. You guys had sex, I'm assuming. We, and you know what? That, that's what grossed me out, though, is that, like, we... He was like... Sorry, guys. My my uh, my clipping extensions are coming out. Oh, yes. <laughs> Pull them out. Pull them out. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, that's the thing. We had a great sex life. We really did. And um, that Not was like one the of the things jobs that... the blowjobs were scarce. That's, that was one of the things that really like bothered me too was that like it was like was, was I not crazy enough for him was I not adventurous enough for him and like no you're wild you start, you start questioning you Pasha, you're fucking wild yeah like slits yeah, on yeah. the dick spin yeah. around dreidel my ass on oh, that you know yeah. listen 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 <laughs> I, I suction cupped that dance floor one too many times okay <laughs> all right I know um but yeah no it really it really causes you to like question like yourself as like a woman and like as a sexual you know do you find do people find you sexually attractive and all that stuff like are you good enough in the bedroom you know whatever and it really caused me I went through a lot and I was just like you know what like at the end of the day like no it wasn't me I gave him everything that I could give him and if that wasn't enough for him if I wasn't satisfying enough for him then that was on that's him his right that's and then on he should have been more vocal and if he wanted exactly. like you to gobble that cock a little more yeah and no he should have said something if that was the case if, yeah but I that's not it at all but I don't think that's, that's the it. case I think that he's just so it's it's a self-esteem with thing. who he is that he has to go get validation from other people. I agree. He needed to have his, e he was the type of person, even outside of the bedroom, like he needed to have his ego stroked at all times. And in some instances, I feel bad for him because that, you know, caused so much more turmoil at the end. You know, we probably could have had a great relationship if it wasn't for that. Um, but I'm not perfect either. I mean, there was I'm sure shit that I did that was that made him, you know, right. cringe and want to pull his hair that's out. Every relationship. Yeah, exactly. But every relationship. Yep. At the end of the day, listen, I was disappointed, but I was not surprised. Not surprised. And not surprised. I learned from it. And I think that's some Biggest thing. biggest thing out of the whole thing well, is that I learned a lot about myself. I learned about what I t tolerate now going into my next relationships. And I have more respect for myself and I have more confidence in myself. And like I always say now after his my relationship with him, um, my motto going through life now is take me as I am or don't take me at all. I like yep, that. That's perfect. I like that. Clipping mm -hmm. extensions and all, baby. Listen. <laughs> 
clip clip me in or clip me if out. Take me as I am and don't take me at all. If you don't accept me as Britney Spears 2007, you're not getting me <laughs> exactly. as my Beyonce, so fuck off. Exactly. Except you're not bald. <laughs> exactly. Well, when I saw you right after it happened, I remember like, and it was, was not recent. right that, after. That, no, you saw me probably about it was, six months. It was, it was Halloween time. Right, and but we had I broken rem- up in, we were, uh, we broke up late May, early June. You got a new job. I did. You got a a raise. I did. You got like a big promotion. You were like, you felt fucking great. Yeah. Like your life changed. Like the, you know, your occupation, you were making more money and, and you were up and up. Yeah, it was. And honestly, that's, my job that I have now is the job that I got right after uh, we broke up. And that was a big thing for me because um, he was always about money, 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 money. All he cared about was numbers and money and how much you made and what your financial stature was and, you know, what your title was and whatever. That's all he really cared about. I mean, he would walk into somebody's house and he would be looking at, you know, the doorknobs that they had. And if they were He's like- a millionaire. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And uh, it was- it was hard. And right after I got the job, um, we had, me and him had spoken on the phone. We had one last, it was like around right after I got the job. So I got the job in like July and we, we had had a phone conversation, um, that this was before I found out he was dating somebody else. And it was, it was actually like a pretty healthy conversation. And I said to him, and I, at that point had no shame. And I told him exactly how much I was making, Mm -hmm. um, and exactly how much they projected me to make in you know, the date, the months following and my position and all that stuff. And I, I said it because I just wanted to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Because yeah, I don't you couldn't, ass. you couldn't stand the fact that like, I wasn't at a higher level when we were together. You couldn't stand the fact that I didn't make as much money as you thought I should be making. You constantly put me down for it. And you constantly put me down for my passions. And my passion is makeup. My passion is beauty. And he always wanted me to go and get some sort of office job, just making as much money as I can Hell make. No, if Who gives a shit what it. the title is? And I was just like, you know what? No. And I stuck to my guns and I really went for what I want to do. And I really stuck on the path that that I am passionate about and things that I'm knowledgeable about. And I stuck with it. And I, I did not take really any handouts from anybody to get where I am right now. I, I networked the shit out of myself and I just put my resume in anybody's hand that would take it. And I really didn't care about what anybody else thought. And when I was able to tell him that post breakup, it was just like, it felt so liberating. It was finally like for the first time and all the years that we had been together. And even though we weren't together at this point, like I finally felt like I was like, not even like above him, but I was finally like level with him. Yeah. Where I was like, you know what, motherfucker? Like I can do it too. And that that really was like the, like starting to like be like a turning point for me where I was just like, and I went through some shit after like, I mean, I'm still going through like postpartum breakup, you know, like whatever, but you know what? It, it made me who I am today and you know, I'm still, still thriving and I'm still, you know, I haven't been in a relationship yet, but I don't think it's meant to happen right now. And you're not searching either. Like, um, you know what? I'm out there. I'm dating. If you see me on Bumble swipe, right. <laughs> um, Jamie, she's hot. <laughs> you know, I just got my hair colored. God knows when it's going to be colored again. Cause all the salons <laughs> are shut down. Um, <laughs> That's you I start to see the real me. My grays are coming I'm in. Like, my nails are getting grown. 
Take me as I am, or don't take me at all. Now's the real time we're gonna. I'm about to be Britney 2007 (laughs) in like two weeks. I know my my fucking esthetician canceled my facial facial today. Not like the really fun kind, but like an actual like you know, (laughs) not the semen kind, like a real facial. But she canceled it because of fucking Corona. The Roni's getting everybody. The Roni's gonna the get The Roni's you. getting everybody. Yeah. Roni's getting everybody. Esther, you here? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> so if you guys um, want to see a funny video, you could go to my Instagram at jaymalina, J-A-Y-M-A-L-I-N-A. Um, I do a really funny character. It's called Esther. Uh, she hasn't been around in a couple of years, but I did a funny video on the coronavirus. Um, so yeah, go check it out. It's kind of funny if you want like a little laugh through these hard times. Woohoo! Go, Go check stay. it out. Oh, and di- uh, guys, I have a big favor for any of our listeners. Just report the person that is disappointed but not surprised the Instagram name. I'm having a battle. Let me vent for about five seconds before we close out. Right. So I have been threatening this girl. Give me your fucking Instagram name. And I'm like, like I started off nice back in like December. And I was like, hey girl, she's from Russia. So I DM'd her. Hey, girl, I want your Instagram name, please. If you don't mind, can you change it? Can you just add like one more D? Because our Instagram name is DBNS period podcast. I just want it disappointed but not but surprised. people can't, don't know what it is off the bat. They don't know right. what it is off the bat. I want it disappointed but can, not surprised. Can you add like underscores or periods or you anything You can't add a like period that? at the end. Can you add an underscore? You to make- could in the middle, but I just want it. So this yeah. is what I want. She's from Russia and she has like five posts and she's like 12. Give me your fucking name. So, anyway, I've so been messaging her. can we just, like, her. report the shit so out of all her pictures? Her. We've, been it. We've been doing it. We've been reporting her. <laughs> but you can only report her once from each name. So, I reported right, her so I have from, two Instagram accounts. Yeah, right? so There's report her from right the there. Instagram account. So, and, like, so she's not responding. So, then I reach out to her again. I say, please, girl, give me your name. I'll Venmo you $10. Then I up it to $25. Then I up it to $45. Finally, like, a week ago, I said, you fucking bitch. Give me your fucking Instagram name. <laughs> so, then I get a message last night from this little, like, twerp who's probably 12. I disappointed but not surprised boyfriend. You give me money. She changed name. I'm like, oh, here we go. I was battling with this twerp for about two to three hours today. Give me Kiwi money now. So I don't know what Kiwi is. So I download Kiwi. It was like a cash app? It's like a cash app thing. I said, get Venmo, you schmuck. There's no Venmo. There's no Venmo in, in Russia. I feel There's like no, that's a lie. They don't have, no. They I, I, I watched 90 Day Fiance. They have cash app or Venmo. So then I said, then get PayPal, you fucking moron. So then he's like, give me Kiwi money now. So then we like make an agreement. I would just send him a, bu- like, like. $30 worth of Kiwis. No. I was just, then, yeah, like, or Monopoly money. Well, we agreed on, I said, she goes, give me money, and then she'll change the name. I said, change the name, and then I'll pay you, you shit. So then we agreed that I would give him $5. We made an agreement, $5, and then he changes the name, and then I would give him the rest of the money, right? And I actually checked to see if it was this girl's boyfriend. So it's a follower on her friend list. I don't know if they're dating, whatever, but $5 I don't give a fuck about five dollars. If I lose two it, posts. She well, convert posts. it to Russian money and see how much it is. Well, that's in what I said to him. I said, "You need this more than I do. I bet you're poor. You need the money. You're Russian." <laughs> He's tell, like, no, no, no. What you got to do is tell him you'll send them rolls of toilet paper. He's like twelve. <laughs> no, literally, if I show you this, this kid's twelve, and he can use it for his lunch meat. He definitely <laughs> needs the money more than I do. So we're fighting. He doesn't get PayPal. Then I friend him on Facebook. I mean, like I'm going in. I download. Facebook app 
Facebook doesn't fucking send money to out of this country when it's the Facebook Messenger thing. Battling with the guy, he tells me to download a gaming app. He doesn't have cash app. So finally I call him a little shrimp dick and I'm so annoyed at this little fucker threatening me. So then I reach out to her again and I'm like, girl, your boyfriend's threatening me. Please change your name out of the good of your heart. And she still didn't change her name. So I just need oh everybody to report disappointed We're but not surprised. Her. We're reporting her. I'll I want that right name. Now. What's her name? <laughs> Disappointed, disappointed but, but not, not surprised. surprised. That that's just it. Just you have disappointed to check out her surprised. profile. She's Let's from Russia. She's Let's got like check five out this Russian suit. And then I have to show you the boyfriend's post, and you're gonna actually cry. It's like this weird little kid. That wait, is this her? Oh wait, this one's just disappointed. This one says disappointed but not surprised. It's got twenty seven point nine thousand followers, and it looks like Kendall Jenner. No. Huh. No, you're on the wrong one. Oh, okay. Let's see. Look at him. Wait, you got to look at him. <laughs> I'm showing you. Look at this guy. He's, gonna oh, send me. he's got seven guy. followers and it's his creepy little eyes and he's like 12. How does he get 112 likes out of 96 followers? What the hell do they do? Is anyway. This the, is this a check? Is it no, under my spell? Disappointed but not surprised. That's the name. Is it? It's a Kendall, Kendall Jenner looking one. Yeah. No, it's, oh, she changed it to Under My Spell. Oh, under no. My spell? Under My Spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. So she changed it. No, she. it's Disappointed But Not Surprised. That's her actual name. See? But there's a couple of accounts that say Disappointed But Not Surprised. But they're surprised. spelt different. There's one that says Spam. But this is the actual one. You can only have one name. She only has 11 posts. Wait, New York, Moscow, bitch? She's, she's this one. Yeah, under my spell. Yeah, under my spell. No, I see no, her. it's actual. Dis Alex is googling it wrong. Anyway, we're gonna close. Wait, she's out. got another one. Just friends. That's her. That's that. How are so you just report this? her. Welcome to my private baby is what her thing translates to on the just friends reporter. So we're going to get it. But if you guys want report disappointed but not surprised until we actually get this, the page, then don't report us, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, like, listen to us and buy our feet pictures. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know what, guys? Times are tough. If anybody wants feet pictures, just DM our Instagram. We'll clearly send them to you. I could send you my left foot, but my right foot has a tattoo, so people might... Uh... Doesn't matter. I have a fart on my foot. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Everybody's got tattoos nowadays. Also, thongs, bra. Thongs, bras. with bugs on the feet. Yeah, anything. If you want any of our memorabilia, we'll wear them for like a week. I'll wear them to the gym sweating them. <laughs> 40 bucks a pair of socks. 70 bucks a pair of panties. <laughs> we're kind of kidding, but we're really not. So No, we're not really We're kidding. not really. Well, we hope everybody stays safe uh, during wash this crazy time. Wash your fucking boner. Wash your hands. Wash yeah. your hands. Wash your fingers. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. Wash if you have toilet butt. paper. Wash your funky butt, guys. <laughs> Jamie, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for yeah. having me, guys. Yay, we love you. Yay. Awesome. I had a lot of fun. All right, guys, stay safe, stay rony free, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Disappointed, but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised Disappointed but not surprised